Chapter 14, verses 17 through 31 of Catina Aria, Gospel of St. Mark, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 17 through 21. And in the evening he cometh with the twelve. And as they sat and did eat, Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, One of you which eateth with me shall betray me. And they began to be sorrowful, and to say unto him, One by one, is it I? And another said, Is it I? And he answered and said unto them, It is one of the twelve, that dippeth with me in the dish. The Son of Man indeed goeth, as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. Good were it for that man if he had never been born. Bede. The Lord who had foretold his passion prophesied also of the traitor, in order to give him room for repentance that understanding that his thoughts were known, he might repent. Wherefore it is said, And in the evening he cometh with the twelve. And as they sat and did eat, Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, One of you which eateth with me shall betray me. Chrysostom. Where it is evident that he did not proclaim him openly to all, lest he should make him the more shameless. At the same time, he did not altogether keep it silent lest thinking that he was not discovered, he should boldly hasten to betray him. Theophylact. But how could they eat reclining, when the law ordered that standing and upright they should eat the Passover? It is probable that they first fulfilled the legal Passover, and had reclined, when he began to give them his own Passover. Pseudo-Jerome. The evening of the last day points out the evening of the world. For the last, who are the first to receive the penny of eternal life, come about the eleventh hour. All the disciples then are touched by the Lord, so that there is amongst them the harmony of the harp. All the well-attuned strings answer with one accordant tone. For it goes on, and they began to be sorrowful, and to say unto him one by one, Is it I? One of them, however, unstrung, and steeped in the love of money, said, is it I, Lord? As Matthew testifies. Theophylact. But the other disciples began to be saddened on account of the word of the Lord. For although they were free from this passion, yet they trusted him who knows all hearts, rather than themselves. It goes on, and he answered and said unto them, It is one of the twelve that dippeth with me in the dish. Bede. That is Judas, who when the others were sad, and held back their hands, put forth his hand with his master into the dish. And because he had said before, One of you shall betray me, and yet the traitor perseveres in his evil, he accuses him more openly, without, however, pointing out his name. Pseudo Jerome. Again he says, One out of the twelve, as it were separate from them, for the wolf carries away from the flock the sheep which he has taken, and the sheep which quits the fold lies open to the bite of the wolf. But Judas does not withdraw his foot from his treacherous design, though once and again pointed at. Wherefore his punishment is foretold, that the death denounced upon him might correct him, whom shame could not overcome. Wherefore it goes, The Son of Man indeed goeth, as it is written of him. Theophylact. The word here used, goeth, shows that the death of Christ was not forced, but voluntary. Pseudo-Jerome. But because many do good, 
in the way that Judas did, but without its profiting them, there follows, Woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. Good were it for that man if he had never been born. Bede. Woe to, to that man, today and forever, who comes to the Lord's table with an evil intent. For he, after the example of Judas, betrays the Lord, not indeed to Jewish sinners, but to his own sinning members. It goes on, good word for that man if he had never been born. Pseudo Jerome, that is, hidden in his mother's innermost womb, for it is better for a man not to exist than to exist for torments. Theophylact, for as respects the end for which he was designed, it would have been better for him to have been born, if he had not been the betrayer, for God created him for good works. But after he had fallen into such dreadful wickedness, it would have been better for him never to have been born. Verses 22 through 25. And as they did eat, Jesus took bread, and blessed, and brake it, and gave to them, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. And he said unto them, This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many. Verily I say unto you, I will drink no more of the fruit of the vine, until that day that I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Bede. When the rites of the old Passover were finished, he passed to the new, in order, that is, to substitute the sacrament of his own body and blood, for the flesh and blood of the Lamb. Wherefore there follows, And as they did eat, Jesus took bread, that is, in order to show that he himself is that person to whom the Lord swore, Thou art a priest forever, after the order of Melchizedek. There follows, and blessed, and break it. Theophylact. That is, giving thanks, he break it, which we do also, with the addition of some prayers. Bede. He himself also breaks the bread, which he gives to his disciples, to show that the breaking of his body was to take place, not against his will, nor without his intervention. He also blessed it, because he, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, filled his human nature, which he took upon him, in order to suffer with the grace of divine power. He blessed bread and break it, because he deigned to subject to death his manhood, which he had taken upon him, in such a way as to show that there was within it the power of divine immortality, and to teach them that therefore he would the more quickly raise it from the dead. There follows and give it to them, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Theophylact, that namely which I now give, and which ye take, but the bread is not a mere figure of the body of Christ, but is changed into the very body of Christ. For the Lord said, The bread which I give you is my flesh. But the flesh of Christ is veiled from our eyes on account of our weakness. For bread and wine are things to which we are accustomed. If, however, we saw flesh and blood, we could not bear to take them. For this reason the Lord, bending himself to our weakness, keeps the forms of bread and wine, but changes the bread and wine into the reality of his body and blood. Chrysostom, even now also that Christ is close to us, he who prepared that table himself also consecrates it. For it is not man who makes the offerings to be the body and blood of Christ, but Christ was crucified for us. The words are spoken by the mouth of the priest, who are consecrated by the power and the grace of God. By this word which he spake, this is my body, 
the offerings are consecrated. And as that word which says, Increase and multiply and fill the earth, was sent forth but once, yet has its effect throughout all times. When nature does the work of generation, so also that voice was spoken once, yet gives confirmation to the sacrifice through all the tables of the church, even to this day, even to his advent. Pseudo Jerome. But in a mystical sense, the Lord transfigures into bread his body, which is the present church, which is received in faith, is blessed in its number, is broken in its sufferings, is given in its examples, is taken in its doctrines, and he forms his blood in the chalice of water and wine mingled together, that by one we may be purged from our sins, by the other redeemed from their punishment. For by the blood of the Lamb our houses are preserved from the smiting of the angel, and our enemies perish in the waters of the Red Sea, which are the sacraments of the Church of Christ. Wherefore it goes on, and he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, for we are saved by the grace of the Lord, not by our own deserts. Gregory, when his passion was approaching, he is said to have taken bread and given thanks. He therefore gave thanks, who took upon him the stripes of other men's wickedness. He who did nothing worthy of smiting humbly gives a blessing in his passion, to show us what each should do when beaten for his own sins, since he himself bore calmly the stripes due to the sin of others. Furthermore, to show us what we who are the subjects of the Father should do under correction, when he who is his equal give thanks under the lash. Bede, the wine of the Lord's cup is mixed with water, because we should remain in Christ and Christ in us. For on the testimony of John, the waters are the people, and it is not lawful for any one to offer either wine alone or water alone, lest such an oblation should mean that the head may be severed from the members, and either that Christ should suffer without love for our redemption, and that we can be saved or be offered to the Father without his passion. It goes on, and they all drank of it, pseudo-Jerome, happy intoxication, saving fullness, which the more we drink gives the greater sobriety of mind. Theophylact, some say that Judas did not partake in these mysteries, but that he went out before the Lord gave the sacrament. Some again say that he gave him also of that sacrament. Chrysostom, for Christ offered his blood to him who betrayed him, that he might have remission of his sins, if he had chosen to cease to be wicked. Pseudo-Jerome, Judas therefore drinks and is not satisfied, nor can he quench the thirst of the everlasting fire because he unworthily partakes of the mysteries of Christ. There are some in the church whom the sacrifice does not cleanse, but their foolish thought draws them on to sin, for they have plunged themselves in the stinking sloth of cruelty. Chrysostom, let there not be therefore a Judas at the table of the Lord. This sacrifice is spiritual food, for as bodily food working on the belly filled with humors which are opposed to it, is hurtful, so this spiritual food, if taken by one polluted with wickedness, rather brings him to perdition, not by its own nature, but through the fault of the recipient. Let therefore our minds be pure in all things, and our thought pure, for that sacrifice is pure. There follows, And he said unto them, This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many. Bede, 
This refers to the different circumstances of the Old Testament, which was consecrated by the blood of calves and of goats. And the lawgiver said in sprinkling it, This is the blood of the testament which God hath enjoined unto you. It goes on, which is shed for many, so to Jerome, for it does not cleanse all. It goes on, Verily I say unto you, I will drink no more of the fruit of the vine, until that day that I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Theophylact, as if he had said, I will not drink wine until the resurrection, for he calls his resurrection the kingdom, as he then reigned over death. But after his resurrection he ate and drank with his disciples, showing that it was he himself who had suffered. But he drank it new, that is, in a new and strange manner, for he had not a body subject to suffering and requiring food, but immortal and incorruptible. We may also understand it in this way. The vine is the Lord himself. By the offspring of the vine is meant mysteries and secret understanding, which he himself begets, who teaches man knowledge. But in the kingdom of God, that is, in the world to come, he will drink with his disciples mysteries and knowledge, teaching us new things, and revealing what he now hides. Bede. Or else Isaiah testifies that the synagogue is called the wine or the vineyard of the Lord, saying, The vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel. The Lord, therefore, when about to go to his passion, says, I will drink no more of the fruit of the vine, as if he had said openly, I will no longer delight in the carnal rites of the synagogue, in which also these rites of the paschal lamb have held the chief place. For the time of my resurrection shall come, that day shall come, when in the kingdom of heaven, that is, raised on high with the glory of immortal life, I will be filled with a new joy, together with you, for the salvation of the same people, born again of the fountain of spiritual grace. Pseudo Jerome. But we must consider that here the Lord changes the sacrifice without changing the time, so that we never celebrate the Siena Domini before the fourteenth moon. He who celebrates the resurrection on the fourteenth moon will celebrate the Sine Domini on the eleventh moon, which was never done in either the New or the Old Testament. Verses 26 through 31. And when they had sung in him, they went out into the Mount of Olives. And Jesus saith unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered. But after that I am risen, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter said unto him, Although all shall be offended, yet will I not. And Jesus saith unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this day, even in this night, before the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. But he spake then the more vehemently, If I should die with thee, I will not deny thee in any wise. Likewise also said they all. Theophylact, as they returned thanks before they drank, so they returned thanks after drinking. Wherefore it is said, and when they had sung in him, they went out into the Mount of Olives, to teach us to return thanks before and after our food. Pseudo Jerome, for by a hymn he means the praise of the Lord. As is said in the Psalms, the poor shall eat and be satisfied. They that seek after the Lord shall praise him. And again, all such as be fat upon the earth have eaten and worshipped. Theophylact, he also shows by this that he was glad to die for us. 
because when about to be betrayed, he deigned to praise God. He also teaches us, when we fall into troubles for the sake of the salvation of many, not to be sad, but to give thanks to God, who through our distress works the salvation of many. Bede, that hymn in the Gospel of John may also be meant, which the Lord sang, returning thanks to the Father, in which also he prayed, raising his eyes to heaven, for himself and his disciples, and those who were to believe, through their word. Theophylact, again he went out into a mountain, that they might come to him in a lonely place, and take him without tumult. For if they had come to him whilst he was abiding in the city, the multitude of the people would have been in an uproar, and then his enemies who took occasion against him should seem to have slain him justly, because he stirred up the people. Bede, beautifully also does the Lord lead out his disciples, when they had tasted his sacraments, into the Mount of Olives, to show typically that we ought, through the reception of the sacraments, to rise up to higher gifts of virtue and graces of the Holy Ghost, and that we may be anointed in heart. Pseudo-Jerome, Jesus also was held captive on the Mount of Olives, whence he ascended to heaven, that we may know that we ascended to heaven from that place in which we watch and pray. There we are bound and do not tend back to the earth. Bede, but the Lord foretells to his disciples what is about to happen to them, that when they have gone through it, they may not despair of salvation, but work out their repentance and be freed. Wherefore there follows, and Jesus saith unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night. Pseudo Jerome, all indeed fall, but all do not remain fallen. For shall not he who sleeps also rise up again? It is a carnal thing to fall, but devilish to remain lying when fallen. Theophylact, the Lord allowed them to fall, that they might not trust in themselves, unless he should seem to have prophesied what he had said, as an open accusation of them, he brings forward the witness of Zechariah the prophet. Wherefore it goes on, for it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered. Bede, this is written in different words in Zacharias, but in the person of the prophet it is said to the Lord, Smite the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered. Pseudo-Jerome, for the prophet prays for the passion of the Lord, and the father answers, I will smite the shepherd according to the prayers of those below. The Son is sent and spitten by the Father, that is, he is made incarnate and suffers. Theophylact, But the Father says, I will smite the shepherd, because he permitted him to be smitten. He calls the disciples sheep, as being innocent and without guile. At last he consoles them by saying, But after that I am risen, I will go before you into Galilee. Pseudo-Jerome, in which the true resurrection is promised, that their hope may not be extinguished. There follows, But Peter said unto him, Although all should be offended, yet will not I. Lo, a bird, unfledged, strives to raise itself on high, but the body weighs down the soul, so that the fear of the Lord is overcome by the fear of human death. Bede. Peter then promised in the ardor of his faith, and the Savior as God knew what was to happen. Wherefore it goes on, and Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this day, even in this night before the cock crow twice, 
thou shalt deny me thrice. Augustine, though all the evangelists say that the Lord foretold that Peter was to deny before the cock crew, Mark alone has related it more minutely. Wherefore, some from inattention suppose that he does not agree with the others, for the whole of Peter's denial is threefold. If it had begun altogether after the cock crew, the other three evangelists would seem to have spoken falsely, in saying that before the cock crew he would deny him thrice. Again, if he had finished the entire threefold denial before the cock began to crow, Mark would in the person of the Lord seem to have said, needlessly, before the cock crow twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. But because that threefold denial began before the first cock crowing, the other three did not notice when Peter was to finish it. But how great it was to be, that is, threefold, when it was to begin, that is, before the cock crew, although the whole was conceived in his mind, even before the first cock crew. But Mark has related more plainly the interval between his words themselves. Theophylact, we are to understand that it happened thus. Peter denied once, then the cock crew, but after he had made two more denials, then the cock crew for the second time. So to Jerome, who is the cock, the harbinger of day, but the Holy Ghost, by whose voice and prophecy, and in the apostles we aroused from our threefold denial, to most bitter tears after our fall. For we have thought evil of God, spoken evil of our neighbors, and done evil to ourselves. Bede, the faith of the apostle Peter, and his burning love for our Lord, is shown in what follows. For it goes on, but he spake the more vehemently, If I should die with thee, I will not deny thee in any wise. Theophylact, the other disciples also showed a fearless zeal, for their follows likewise also said they all, but nevertheless they acted against the truth which Christ had prophesied. End of chapter 14, verses 17 through 31.